program is sponsored by Marty McClendon and West Coast Windows. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. Well, good morning all across the ACN network. Thank you for tuning in to In My Opinion. I'm your host, Marty McClendon. Yeah, it's a Marty party up in here on Saturday mornings all across eastern and central Washington, and I appreciate every single one of you that catches me on the radio, the Who's This Yahoo here, who listens to the past broadcasts when they're podcast on all your podcasting sites like Anchor and iTunes and Amazon Podcasts and so forth, and those that listen to me and this show or my show with Doug heard on these same radio stations at 10, um, on your smart speaker, whether it be the Siri or Alexa or anyone, of them, just say play, uh, in my opinion, by Marty McClendon or play Doug and Marty versus the world. You can even probably say play Eyes on Washington, which is really, really old now, as we've been doing this for over a decade now, almost, almost a decade together uh, doing shows. Uh, big shout out to all of you. This is the 4th of July weekend. It's Independence Day weekend. I I think we say Independence Day way too, um, not quite enough, and the 4th of July way too much. I'm not sure if it's not trying to offend anybody, but this is we're celebrating our independence, our independence from a nation where we did not own property, where the king um, represented the church and was therefore interceding, if you will, the Anglican church, where the common citizen couldn't freely worship their God as they chose fit. They couldn't own land. They couldn't defend themselves with their weapons. Uh, all of these things, we, you know, we understand that um, there was a, we, we tolerated enough, and I say we, our forefathers did, to the point where they said, we've had enough. We've had a taste of freedom led to the Revolutionary War, the Declaration of Independence, uh, the, uh, eventually the Constitution. So, as we celebrate this weekend, uh, and then we paid the price for our independence and our freedom in wars um, uh, and all across these seas, our military personnel are in World War One, World War Two, all the way across. So we want to celebrate this great nation, and I'm encouraging you all, whether it be fireworks, spending time with the family, or whatever, take a moment to be grateful for this great nation. Yeah, with the warts and all, right? The, but the fact is that this idea has never happened before in the history of man, um, that we have these rights endowed by our creator, that we're free to, to not stay in our the way we are born. We are not born into a caste. We're not born into a position. Basically, we tell all our kids, even today, that they can be anything they choose to be if they work hard enough and meet the right people and they get the right breaks, all these things. Trust God, right? But the work ethic, the fact that um, it's still the numbers are over 80% of um, new millionaires are first-generation immigrants. People come here from other countries. Whether they come here with money or not, there's opportunity here. And when you think about the fact that um, there's a number out there as well, 90% of those that become millionaires did so through real estate, meaning buying and owning property over time. And then, of course, those that are billionaires oftentimes are buying and selling companies. That's, 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 there's a different level for everything. So anyway, good morning to you all. 
Uh, happy Independence Day weekend. Um, thank you for tuning in to In My Opinion. Once again, I'm your host, Marty McClendon. And I want to start off the show as we always do by giving glory to God and having the verse of the week. I'm not sure if you all remember the verses from each week, but I hope the verses that I share um, speak to your heart, speak to your spirit, um, and then maybe resonate throughout the rest of the week if you can ponder upon it. The uh, verse today is Philippians chapter 2, verse 7. As many of you know, I like the Amplified Version, but I like King James, I like the New King James, I like the ESV. I like many different versions. I typically quote the Amplified just because it has all those extra words that kind of, if you're thinking about what does this verse mean, it's got all the different um, sort of uh, mutations, not mutations, but, you know, uh, things that can mean. So here we go. Philippians chapter 2, verse 7 in the Amplified Version says, But emptied himself without renouncing or diminishing his deity, but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine equality and his rightful dignity by assuming the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of man, he became completely human but was without sin, being fully God and fully man. I love the way this one with the extra words basically say he emptied himself, right? It says, then the extra word says, without renouncing or diminishing his deity, his Godhead, his godliness, I guess it's just godness, uh, but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine equality and his rightful dignity. Interesting. So he, he basically said, I will not, you know, I'm going to deflect that. I'm going to become like human. Um, he humbled himself by assuming the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men, his creation. So he became completely human, but not without sin, which none of us have done except for Jesus, being fully God and fully man. So only God could do that. Only God could make the payment of sin um, once and final for all, that we all have a choice. So, I'm, I'm praying that if you're listening to a Christian network and a Christian uh, worldview talk show host, if you will, that you've made the decision to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that, um, uh, that he's living his life through you, that you'll spend eternity with him, great. If you haven't, do that. Do that on Independence Weekend. Be independent. Be free from the things that have burdened you. Free from the sin um, that you find yourself in. I just want to encourage you all, encourage myself at the same time. There's a lot of news. Now, it uh, depends on when I do the show. I don't always do it Saturday morning. I just remember to do it Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, depending on the work schedule. And so the news happens, or the stories, or the breaking news, if you will, seems to happen in cycles. It comes out like late Friday, and you can talk about it all week, and then there's something else new. Or if there's all the news networks are focusing on something, then you know that something else is going on that they don't want you to see. We've seen this time and time and time again. Last week was all about the, the sub because behind the scenes they were approving artificial meat. They were um, giving money to Ukraine. They were covering up the, um, the Durham report in the Senate hearings. They were covering up the, the bombshell of the, the post from Hunter Biden being found real from the WhatsApp, where he basically said, I'm sitting next to my father. 
you need to give us some money. So all this stuff was a smokescreen, if you will, to cover all the corruption and all the news that we should be paying attention to. And of course, I've talked about some of this last week, and I've talked. I know Doug and I talked about that this this week on today's show as well. But since I'm recording this the night before, uh, I guess the night, uh, two nights before this week, um, the big news this week really ended up being the Supreme Court decision, the Supreme Court of the United States, GOTUS, if you call it. And I, I just got to say on a, on an aside. Uh, Clarence Thomas, I mean, he is an awesome, awesome dude. He's come under fire by the left for a long, long time. And I remember the Juanita Broderick uh, hearings back in the day. I remember, I, and that may not be her name, but I remember they tried to sling mud at this guy. Even as a young person, I thought, who is this guy going to be Supreme Court just? He was very uh, quiet. And over the years, his personalities come out. His hardcore conservative values, rock solid constitutional based rulings, and the fact that now after Trump um, appointed and got confirmed in the Senate, um, uh, uh, Comey, Barrett, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, the, he's got support on the conservative ranks. And look, they overturned or sent back to the states Roe v. Wade, which most people thought would never be overturned. They've um, done several landmark decisions that are, that are bringing things, drawing things back to the Constitution. And this is no different. So on Thursday, I guess it's Thursday, yeah, um, the uh, Supreme Court, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, um, Supreme Court came out and, and struck down the racial problem. There was two different schools. There was a lawsuit against um, um, Harvard, another one against another school that was using basically a quota system. Um, using race as a way to get people into school, like college admissions. Now, I have to say, this has been going around on a long time. They say there's no quotas, but that is ridiculous because there is. Um, in, a, in an effort, whatever, whether good intention or not, uh, I have good friends of mine that were applying for medical school. And what would, would happen is there'd be, let's say there's 100 slots, and they, they would do it based on race. So they would um, set aside 20 of those slots for people of color. They put uh, 30 of them for uh, women and then whatever the criteria is. And then they'd have the, the remaining slots for the highest and best. So it, it disadvantaged. I mean, uh, when you look at grade point, when you look at applications, uh, Asians are always doing well as a group, you know, and then you, so, so they're, it, competing at a high level. Uh, and so who gets hurt is usually the Caucasians that don't have the benefit of a quota system and aren't quite as good as um, some of the Asians. I say that in, um, not in like any kind of racist type tone. I just know even when I was in college, this is many, many, many moons ago, um, I would be taking high um, like um, 200, 300 level chemistry and physics and at the beginning, the first week of the class, before you can drop the class, it'd be a pretty good mix. But if, if the class was mostly uh, dark-haired and Asian, all of a sudden I would find that I would be the only Caucasian left as people would drop it because it was always graded on a curve. So if the curve's going to be very high, if you're like 95 is going to be an A, um, it's, it's hard to compete in that way. It's, it's, there's cultural, there's this, it's uh, work ethic and so forth. So more power to them. But anyway, um, there was, it's unfairly disadvantaged other people 
that aren't um, given the advantage through this. this these, these racial quotas was always racist. It was, it was intended in, in some ways to help um, those that were disadvantaged before, but it, it went too far. So here we go. The Supreme Court says racial preferences unconstitutional in college admissions. It says goes on to say that racial preferences in college admissions violate the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. The Supreme Court on Thursday, in a historic decision with a profound implication or with profound implications for racial preferences in many areas of law and public policy. You know there's going to be a lot of like pushback uh, from the left. There already is. President um, Biden says this is why we went to wars to protect these uh, racial preferences. And no, it's not why they went to war. Um, it's not why we uh, had the um, Civil Rights Act either. So it goes on to say, the, this is the Supreme Court talking, the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment commands that no state shall deny to any person within its jurisdiction, the equal protection of the laws. The Supreme Court has also acknowledged that the central promise of the Equal Protection Clause is to forbid laws and public policies that discriminate on the basis of race. Public policy and laws guaranteeing or uh, favorable treatment for those based on their skin color is still against the equal treatment. Duh, right? Then it goes on to say, while the 14th Amendment applies only to state governments, which includes state and local public universities, Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 also extends racial discrimination to institutions that accept federal tax money, such as in grants and tuition aid, which is like every college in America, that applies to almost every private university as well. Says in the wake of the Civil War, the, uh, this is now this is Clarence Thomas adding on to the um, majority opinion. It was a six-three decision, and there was another one for six-two. Literally, um, both decisions came down on these lawsuits, uh, overturning much of this precedent that's been in place since 1978. So, uh, again, uh, Roe v. Wade was 1973, I believe. The, the they're overturning or repealing, if you will, a ruling back in 1978 on there. So I think in many cases, having uh, constitutionalists as Supreme Court justices, you can see how powerful this is. Now, they can't legislate, but they can correct wrongs. They can correct where the legislature or the uh, the executive has gone rogue and, and passed laws or rulings or whatever that are against the Constitution, which is the highest law in the land which was written uh, with this basic notion and idea that our rights come from God, that government cannot take them away, cannot give them, and government, the Constitution, is instituted to protect those rights. Uh, that, that's just one of those American uh, ideals on Independence Day weekend. Okay, that's exciting. So celebrate. Uh, celebrate this one. And we should be celebrating the reach, the overturning of Roe v. Wade as well because babies, tens of thousands of babies are being saved today and every day because that was reversed and sent back to the states. Yes, we understand that Washington State is, is, is recruiting, literally making a place, a sanctuary state for abortion. And they're bragging about the number of teenage girls coming in from Idaho to get an abortion. 
Um, and Washington State is the state that we're trying to overturn by referendum and by initiative this Senate Bill 5599 that l- literally gives the state the authority to kidnap your children on the simple word of your child saying that they're not being affirmed by their parents, either for an abortion or for uh, doing a life-altering sex change, uh, when they're being confused by these groomers in their schools and music and movies and, and those close to them. So, yeah, I understand Washington is trying to be the anti-free speech, uh, anti-freedom for babies but there is still good news that many states are moving to protect babies and protect mothers and protect children. Thank the Lord. Story number two. Um, like I said, this is a busy, busy week of stories. Um, we know Joe Biden's compromise. And there is, we knew it before he was elected. Uh, we knew um, the stories about him, even him in front of the Council for Foreign Relations bragging about getting the prosecuting attorney fired that was investigating his son at Burisma. Uh, we've seen the Hunter Biden's laptop, the, the, um, the diary of his daughter said he takes showers with her. This guy is a weird guy. And then, there, you know, it's a, uh, the figurehead, if you will, of, of the left at this point in time. I, I am still shocked back in the day that he was the, the, the person that was used to make Barack Obama palatable, if you will, as a president, because he had no experience. He was out of nowhere and so forth. Oh, we got Joe Biden. He's got great experience with foreign relations, great experience. He'll be a good stabilizer. No, they hid him because they knew he was a liability back then. And that was over a decade ago. Think about it now. Uh, anyway, um, Story goes today, though, in Breitbart, the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, I'm, I'm really liking this guy, Republican out of, out of Kentucky, he said that he's identified six specific policy decisions that President Joe Biden made recently that indicates that he's compromised. And then he goes on to say that um, they're tracing Joe Biden's money and his family's money from foreign countries that... Uh, may have influence or he may have, you know, maybe, anyway, he may be compromised. What may is what they have to say, but it's a legal term, right? But he's, he is compromised. It says around 30 to 40 different banks and about that many different shell companies. And he goes, this, this is James Comer. This is an organized attempt by the Biden family to hide the source of money going into these shell companies and to distract from the IRS so they wouldn't have to pay taxes on it. And that's exactly what the IRS whistleblowers alleged in the transcribed interview with the Ways and Means Committee, that the Biden family never paid any money on these wires that came into these shell companies. In May, James Comer found the Biden family business over the course of several years received at least $10 million from business schemes, they say, in Romania and China. In total, nine Biden family members received payments from the family's foreign business ventures, including two of Joe Biden's grandchildren. Now, I'm not sure, first of all, what Hunter Biden is worth, uh, what was it, $50,000 a month for Burisma? Um, well, he's the son of the, of the former vice president and, and who knows, and now president, right? But at the time, vice president. Okay, fine. 
Um, but grandchildren, what are the grandchildren doing for that kind of money, for the millions of dollars? They're not. This is, once again, where the smoke, there's fire, uh, whole argument. So Breitbart News exclusively reported on Republican lawmakers demanding transparency from Joe Biden regarding his 2017 tax returns in which his entity, Celtic Capri Corp, listed nearly $10 million of income without specifying revenue line items, raising concerns about who paid the entity and for what in the wake of Joe Biden's alleged link to a $5 million Ukrainian bribery scheme. Sorry, not scream, scheme. Doug will give me a bad time. Uh, Biden, basically, he's holding them accountable. And then Ted Cruz says, you're looking at a tax return that has $10 million in cash that came in from a mystery source. Think about that. I mean, if it happened to any one of us, we'd be told. But I do have to say on the side, on a side note, I don't know what happened to former uh, Lieutenant Governor Cyrus Abib. I know he went off closely into the Jesuit priesthood. And I saw recent sort of uh, articles. But this is interesting. I will tell you an inside story. We had a debate on TVW back in 2016. We had uh, both won our primaries, Democrat primary, Republican primary. We were debating on TVW. And this man, um, most or 80% of the money that was coming into his campaign, the millions of dollars, was coming from mostly Iranian-American citizens, people that were foreign nationals or Iranian-American citizens from all around the nation. Because he was going to be the first Iranian um, blood or born, if, if you will, blood, um, statewide candidate, a statewide elected official. Okay, that's all cool and stuff. But they were going to ask him a question about the source of his income. And he screamed bloody murder and threatened the host if to not bring it up. Now, me as a gay opponent, I should have brought it up and should have hammered him with it. Um, but I'm like, well, I don't, it's, it's interesting more than anything. But here's this thing where um, literally the uh, show host, great guy, good guy, and fairly fair on the questions, did not ask the tough questions because he was at, told not to and intimidated by a candidate for office who then went on to become lieutenant governor. Um, I think, honestly, yeah, it's just those things you deal with and you look back and go, that was messed up. I say that because all this stuff here, there's, there's, there's smoke and there's fire here, uh, and there's money be coming in from China, money coming in from Ukraine, money coming in from all these different countries, and most of them, and Russia as well, um, that are have do not have America's interest in mind. They uh, would hate anybody that would want to put America first. That would include Trump. That would include me and you. Think about that for a second. So if you're sold out and getting re- uh, millions of dollars for what? You don't have a skill set. You don't have you know a foundation like the Clintons did. You don't have some way that's kind of a oh okay it makes sense. No, this is clearly for. Um, influence peddling. What can they get for those countries? If they went ill for America, their number one enemy would, would be people that would put tariffs on on China. People, uh, a president maybe that would say, um, "Make America great again." Yep, you got it. All right, enough of that. We all know this. I'm hoping and praying that justice will be held, that the truth will come out, that people. The media, all of us, will hold them accountable, and all the people that are corrupt, for that matter. We need people that we can trust to represent us. If not, we need to replace them by staying engaged. So my co-host on my other show, Doug, 
um, Bassler, great guy. Uh, he likes this RFK Jr. guy. Now, he's a Democrat. He is the uh, son uh, of um, Robert F. Kennedy. Um, and he's, he's a, yeah, there are videos of him working out. He's in really good shape for his age. Uh, and he's better shape than I've been in a long, long time. And he's older than I am. So anyway, I'm going to quote him because Trump likes him as well. Uh, Trump made a comment about him. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy made a comment about Trump. They're both appreciative because they're talking about the truth. Now, Robert F. Kennedy, is his uh, claim to fame, if you will, besides being the son of Bobby Kennedy uh, and the um, nephew of John F. Kennedy, uh, the president, and of course the Kennedy name, is that he's been anti-vax for a long time. He, and he basically, he's always been saying, we got to look at the facts. Why is there a rise in uh, autism since the implementation of vaccines for childhood of vaccines? And then, of course, the forced vaccination during COVID. Uh, he's been an outspoken advocate to protect people. God bless him. But he said on the open border on the southern border, his quote is, the Mexican drug cartels are now running the U.S. immigration policy, and everybody knows that. He told uh, News Nation, uh, Elizabeth Vargas, which is, you know, on the left, says the cartels are now advertising all over the world that there's an open border and they're bringing people in. They give them videos about exactly what to do. They fly to Mexico. They give them visas there. They go from Mexico City on a plane to Mexicali. They're loaded on fleets of buses, and then they cross. The only role of the Border Patrol is to stamp them in and check if they have a criminal record. If they don't, they're brought to the airport, and they're given a ticket to any city in the United States that they want to go. Then you think about just a few weeks ago, we saw a map where 75% of those that they're tracking, that they know about, that are legal aliens over the last several years, have settled in mostly red states, Florida, Texas, Arizona. Uh, they're not going to the blue states. You know, is it intentionally being placed here or they want to live like where everybody else wants to live, right? Where it's free. Uh, makes you really, really wonder. But this is a guy on the left who's probably your populist uh, Democrat, but he's saying the right things. He's like, look, this is a problem. And everybody knows this is a problem. So he's, he's speaking truth, and that's why he's a threat to the Democrat establishment. He's, uh, and there's a lot of sort of mainstream or even just um, rational-thinking Americans that like this guy. But in many ways, why they like Trump as well. They're both kind of the same thing. Trump's a little bit more brash, you know, but... On the right and left, there's you know they're both populists. They're both speaking truth. They're both hey, let's get something done. The good thing about Trump, not only has he been president now, but he was a businessman. I'm not sure what RFK Jr.'s background is besides the family name, but something to think about. Rational common sense is what we need. Speaking of Trump, um, the DOJ and they're you know trying to indict. They indicted him for those 37 counts for the same thing that uh, that um, Mike Pence did. The same thing that. Joe Biden's done the same thing that Hillary Clinton's done. None of them got indicted. None of them got raided. But Trump, they're going after him, trying to get him out of the race, of course. But this is, I thought this was, but it was kind of like, oh my gosh, are you serious? The Department of Justice, the, the same Department of Justice that um, wouldn't go after Hunter, tr uh, trying to stall the IRS from investigating Hunter, that same DOJ, the, the same DOJ that called parents who show up at school board meetings domestic terrorists, yeah, that, that one, that still has their job, by the way, filed a motion on Friday to prevent 
Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, from releasing any evidence shared with his legal team to the media during his prosecution. Think about this. Uh, You can't release any evidence, even though it may exonerate you, um, to the public. We don't want them to see it. This is a battle in the media. This is in, in the hearts and minds of people. This is all political. It has to be. Otherwise, they wouldn't care if the truth came out, right? Um, a couple more here. Uh, the stories as, as I'm winding down the show, I have a few minutes left. Um, on that note, the Department of Justice, same Department of Justice, prevented U.S. Attorney David Weiss from bringing charges against Hunter Biden in Washington, D.C. and California, according to the New York Times. So even the New York Times, which is no friend of, of most conservatives, confirmed that this Department of Justice um, prevented charges coming against Hunter Biden, even though he's guilty and, and I get the slap on the wrist. That's really, really, this, this is where you attack your political opponents and you, and you basically cover the crime that is exposed and don't allow your Department of DOJ, Department of Justice, to go after and to prosecute actual crime. The last story of the day uh, goes into uh, um, Zelensky was asked about um, a, an election coming up. You know, Zelensky in Ukraine, he said, well, no, no, we have uh, martial law now. There's no election during martial law. If we win the war, then we'll have elections. That's tyranny. It's not democracy. It's tyranny. On, ta- on the heels of that, the Brazilian Public Prosecutor's Office filed a public civil action on Tuesday that seeks to, cons- uh, to strip a conservative news network um, from its free business licenses, radio licenses, because it wouldn't uh, air uh, government propaganda. Uh, there's a lot of this stuff going on. So where nations and governments now are shutting down, silencing free speech the, of speech they don't like. That's why the freedom of speech we have here in this nation and the Second Amendment, our freedom to defend ourselves, to keep and bear arms, are so fundamentally important to uh, use them and exercise them. That's all I got for today. Take care and God bless. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God.